It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, the option of a sale of council property to Swifts returns to the council agenda, ferry lights set for Augusta Parkway, and an e-scooter trial proposed for Ipswich based around Springfield Central. It's Saturday, November 6, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. The proposed sale of a council-owned building and car park in Cameron Park, Beval, currently on a long-term lease to Swifts, is being revisited again. The November Growth, Infrastructure and Waste Committee grappled with the options presented after hearing from Council's Property Services Manager, Brett McGrath. Yep, it wouldn't. Um, it's only it's only taking the area that they currently use, and that's that. Um, the rest of the park remains um, open to the public. Mayor Teresa Harding highlighted this issue has been before councillors previously. Mr. McGrath, I think it's probably good to clarify. This obviously came to us last year, and and during that process, Swifts withdrew. Mm-hmm. Um, would you mind giving an update? Obviously, there, there was an issue of contention over the maintenance of the building. I think council held that. Um, that council had reduced the, the rent or the lease mm-hmm. and that Swifts would take on the maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, subsequent legal work found that that's not necessarily the case. Do you mind providing a, an update as to what happened and why? And I guess I see in the report where it says that uh, it'll cost over $5 million to maintain the facility, but it's also my understanding that just to get it up to scratch now is going to cost about $4 million. That's correct. Uh, so the original lease was intended to um, give Swiss an opportunity to um, lease the building and that was in 2001 and then the rent was supposed to be scaled up um, to be 10% of the land value. So that was then amended in 2009 uh, where we gave a reduced rent down to $12,000 um, then plus CPI increases. Um, and at the same time uh, they were given an extra 10 year um, option on the lease as well as um, we had negotiated to um, uh, there was a, a new table that was drafted from a uh, condition assessment report for a maintenance schedule at the time, but however, it wasn't updated um, or amended uh, within the lease at the time. So um, I guess we were only understanding that it was an agreed sort of uh, maintenance schedule, but um, Swift sort of have claimed that they haven't been aware of that. So we've sort of reverted back to what the maintenance schedule within the lease is now. So I've drawn up a table that sort of reflected who's responsible um, for what there, and then we've gone and assessed um, 
what our obligations are under the lease to um, maintain that and the costs associated with that. And when we've looked at it, a lot of the uh, asset is starting to fail and getting to uh, end of life. So the preferred uh, method would be to do a whole refurbishment of the building mm -hmm. um, and then maintain the asset from there. Um, and the cost of that, um, as I said, over that 10-year period within the report, I think it's 5.2 million around that. So if we selected um, option A, a recommendation A, um, there will be immediate cost to the council of about $4 million. Yes, there's some immediate works to happen um, now, which we've had a quote for, which is the air conditioning, um, and we've replaced the uh, lift already, but there's a, a lot of other work that should happen straight away as well, so, yep. All right. I have to ask, Mr. Rao, are there other leases that we have in the organisation where we were under the assumption that um, the leaseholders were doing maintenance and that's not the case? Have, have we gone through the organisation to, to see if there were any other uh, we exposures like that? We haven't probably gone through everything to find everything, but yes, there are others that have been like that, yes. Okay. Councillor Paul Tully. Uh, just two questions. That leased area, proposed leased area and proposed sale area, does that include the land right up to the edge of the footpath on Brisbane Road? No, it doesn't. No, so, so that's a separate green yes. sort of area in a way. Yes. Even there's a yeah, that's roadway still, through yeah, there. Yeah, still. Yeah. Um, and there's no legal impediment in council selling directly to the lessee? There's not. Because they're a community group, we can ex uh, apply the exception under 236 of the local government regulation and sell it to them directly. So, so that an option would be to... Um, um, go wider and look for, for tenders or, or persons to submit proposals? The, the problem is if we go to tender then we're selling it with a lease in place and it's not a, a lease that's on commercial terms so it's likely to not attract um, any potential buyers on that yeah. basis, yeah. I understand, thank you. Yeah. There's a substantial difference in the concession rate Council currently charges Swifts compared to what the commercial rate would be. Mayor Harding again. What would be the commercial leasing because at the moment it's about 16,000 a year? Within the report I've said that once it's fully uh, renovated um, and we're just looking at the average floor plates are about a thousand square metres so that's two levels, 2,000 square metres and about $350 a square metre would be probably the market rate gross so you're looking at $700,000. 700000 a year? Gross, yeah. Councillor Kate Kunzelman raised the issue of poor community consultation last time this came before the committee. From memory there were some concerns about the quality of the um, community consultation last time. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if we're going to be able to, um, are you aware if we're going to be able to do that better this time? Yes, yeah, so what we're proposing to this this time, and we've had a discussion with, with Swiss about this, is to um, appoint an independent consultant to run it, okay. and um, both parties will um, split the cost of that, um, and what will happen is uh, we'll develop a scope um, to formulate the um, community consultation, and that external consultant will run the community consultation, and then that report, once, once that's finalised, will be provided back to Council. Mayor Harding also told the committee the previous public consultation did not show the community what Swifts were planning to do. Councillor Marnie Doyle. I just want to acknowledge Councillor Island's comment um, about, you know, reluctance to sell off um, our assets, particularly Parkland, and I absolutely uh, agree with that. And I think that's where a lot of, um, I guess, um, nervousness came within our community from residents. I do remember at the time, um, 
uh, a lot of um, fallacy um, about council selling off uh, Cameron's Park. Um, so when in fact we were only um, looking to transfer out that, that small portion that is already occupied by SWIFTS. So um, I think it's important during our consultation with the community that it's, it's very, very clear the footprint is no greater than that already occupied by SWIFTS. The committee voted to recommend that Council consider selling the property occupied by SWIFTS. Mayor Harding. Uh, so the, the varied motion states that Council consider possible disposal of land to SWIFTS following community consultation and consider selling the land and facility to SWIFTS after considering the results of community consultation on disposal. Uh, all those in favour, please raise your hand. Thank you. It's unanimous and carried. Thank you. E-scooters could become a common sight across Ipswich if a trial is successful. Council will decide if the trial goes ahead later this month. Councillor Paul Tully told the Growth, Infrastructure and Waste Committee meeting he strongly supported the trial. I think there's a lot of issues which the officers have canvassed in examining the background to this and the issues that need to be identified and considered at the conclusion of the trial. The area we're talking about is generally from uh, perhaps just north of the Springfield Central Railway Station um, and then uh, further through the Orion area, uh, possibly out to USQ and maybe to the edge of uh, the Spring Mountain uh, suburb. It's an opportunity for us to utilise uh, the technology which has been well established in Brisbane. I think one of the issues will be the, um, the, the amount of use um, in a relatively confined area. Um, and the, the uh, economic analysis, which I guess will be done by one or more companies uh, for the duration of the trial. But it's certainly an opportunity uh, for Ipswich uh, to get into the modern technology. Can I say, though, that um, there are examples in, in Brisbane where the rules set by the Brisbane City Council, and I believe the state in relation to insurance and the legal issues involved, are extremely important. And I would uh, think that uh, we could give a commitment to our community that all those issues will be identified during the course of the trial um, and some of them, of course, for the purposes of the trial, but the safety of the community is uh, one thing that will be paramount. Augusta Parkway looks set to be enhanced with the addition of ferry lights if Council adopts the committee's recommendation. Money to pay for it will come from the Springfield Town Centre Transport Fund, which received contributions from developments in the town centre in recent years. Councillor Paul Tully highlighted one intersection for extra attention. More a technical one in relation to the reference to the roundabout at the corner of Augusta Parkway and Tournament Drive mm -hmm. and the lighting of those, and that's the entry point into the Brookwater Golf Club. Um, I've noticed that, that there's three established trees there, two of them certainly from a driver's point of view, appear to be dead. They certainly have no fresh leaves on them uh, since winter. So um, perhaps if we're going to utilise that, um, yeah, the lighting just for one tree mightn't be brilliant. No. And hopefully uh, we might be... And they're reasonably established um, eucalypt trees. So um, I assume they're eucalypt trees. Obviously, I'm supportive of this. Lighting in community is, is um, you know, it's got a bit of a wow factor mm. and uh, it helps a community. And uh, Augusta Parkway is the busiest 
suburban road in the city of Ipswich, besides the uh, state highways. So, um, yeah, if those trees could be looked at as a Absolutely. matter of priority, yep. um, I think that'll be important because that seems to be fundamental to have a, a nice segment of lighting in that roundabout. A reminder to look for handy links in the show notes, including Council's YouTube channel, where you can watch all committee meetings in full. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts, or play Ipswich Today from smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.